Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, and a welcome to episode 79 of The Social Circus. I'm your host, Sarah T, and today is going to be a solo episode just with myself. And today I'm actually going to be diving into something that's fairly topical at the moment. I know that for many of us small business owners, right now the world feels like a really turbulent place. There is so much going on and it makes running our business feel really difficult and quite uncomfortable. So I wanted to talk about a few things around this and how do we as business owners navigate these waters? I know that most of us as business owners are incredibly compassionate human beings. And I know that it will naturally feel uncomfortable if you are in the middle of doing an offer, a sale, a promotion or a launch, and it happens to coincide coincide with some really big world events. And at the moment, like in 2023, we've seen some really big macro things going on um, with the economy, with conflict, uh, with displaced human beings. And it all makes us feel really emotional but it can also make us really question, is it appropriate and acceptable to be doing promotions during these kind of times? So I wanted to talk about my thoughts on that to hopefully give you some guidance on this. But what I do want to say at the beginning of today's episode is that it is really important when you're running a business that you are true and authentic to yourself. And this means that you are able to conduct yourself in a way that feels good for you. And I want to share with you an example of this. So uh, here in Australia, we recently had a referendum um, to give our Indigenous Australians a um, a place in Parliament um, and, and a recognised and substantial role in Parliament, which I think was really exciting. Um, and that referendum was not passed. And I actually saw a couple of um, Indigenous business owners post about this. And one of them actually said, I won't be posting for a little while because I'm taking time to mourn and process what has happened. So she was personally very affected by that outcome and she chose to talk about it and discuss the fact that she was going to step away and have some time to just process what had happened because it was very personal to her. And I truly loved that she was so authentic about it because it would be very hard if you were personally impacted by something to keep rolling business as usual. So whatever advice and thoughts I'm sharing today, if it does not feel right for you, I want you to kind of step into what feels authentic and to even share that and just say, right now I'm struggling with this, right now I'm finding this really hard and please allow me some time and space. It is so acceptable to do this. I am not part of a massive corporation where I'm just a kind of, you know, a cog in a big wheel. I am my business, I am the owner and how I feel impacts how my business performs. So if this is you, I want to give you permission to do what feels right for you in your business right now. So if you are finding it all a lot, I would say that please honor how you feel and respect those feelings because the kindest thing we can do in times of turbulence is to be compassionate to ourselves because that's where kindness and love and compassion all start with us and how we treat ourselves. So if you can honor that, I really want to encourage you to lean into those things and to talk about them. Now, the other thing that I think we find really difficult is how do we talk about um, contentious politi- like political issues, 
How do we talk about things where it's likely that people in our audience will sit on one side of the fence or the other? And our recent referendum in Australia um, with the yes or no vote is definitely, if I'm really honest, I didn't think it was a hot topic. Um, I thought it was a no-brainer that would be passed. Um, I'm married to a New Zealander, for those of you who don't know. Um, And in New Zealand, um, the Maori people have had a voice in Parliament for well over, I think it might even be 150 years. And when it came up, my husband said to me, I'm struggling to understand how this has not happened in Australia. I said, it's because we're such latent racists that it hasn't. And so to me, I felt like Australians have matured enough that this was just going to happen. I didn't think for a minute naively, because referendums rarely get passed in Australia. I just felt like it was a really interesting campaign. And um, it's really how do we decide whether or not we're going to talk about these things? Like, do I want to polarise my audience based on my political views? And only you can answer that, okay? So my comments would be that some things, I just don't think you want to die on that hill, if you know what I mean. So what I mean by that is if you are, if you know your audience and you are significantly out of step with what their views are, then it would be my recommendation to not talk about it. And again, I'll give you an example. Several years ago in Australia, we passed gay marriage and, um, Again, it felt like it was time. It felt like it was very progressive and it felt appropriate that we acknowledge all Australians, um, not just heterosexual Australians that can get married. So my views are I was very pro that, but I didn't really talk about it because it's not really part of my identity as a business owner. Um, I, I, I have my identity very heavily entrenched in women and in women's issues. And this is definitely a women's issue, but I felt like I don't want to be someone who spreads myself too thinly. So I didn't talk openly about it, but I was definitely pro. I had a client who was anti, he's a very conservative Christian man, and he wanted to post all about it on his social media. And I said to him, you're a builder whose product is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you lose one client because of your contrary views, do you believe that's worth it? And when he went away and thought about it, the answer was no. Okay, so that's what you have to ask yourself is if you believe in your convictions and your views and you're happy to polarize your audience, i.e. potentially gain some customers, but lose some customers, that's your choice you have to make. But be aware in this day and age of like social media and digital marketing, this is something that can really destroy our businesses. And we saw it in America with it was the wedding industry and people refusing to serve or supply gay marriages and their businesses were destroyed by campaigns on social media. And I'm not suggesting that that is right, but I'm just saying, do you want that to happen to your business? So tread carefully on these things. My view on most things is that if we approach with that kindness, love and compassion, we can very rarely go wrong. Okay. So whatever your views are about the conflict going on, um, in the Gaza Strip at the moment between Israel and Palestine, uh, again, my thoughts are that if we look at it compassionately, it's unacceptable to blow up civilians. It's unacceptable to take hostages as civilians as hostages, particularly children and elderly people. The compassion and underlying humanity underneath that, there's not many people that wouldn't agree with you on that. So when you approach topics with love, compassion and kindness and you share in that way, it's much easier to approach that topic. And to me, all of the topics that I've just talked about, gay marriage, the referendum um, for the Indigenous voice in parliament, 
all of those are about compassion and kindness in my view and to speak about them in that way um, it's very hard to isolate people if you take that approach so again my thoughts are that you personally get to decide how you speak about or don't speak about these things but if you start in that place of compassion kindness and love uh, it is very hard to isolate people because most of us who have very strong opinions often um, don't approach it in that manner and we often come across as very black and white and then we're not interested in dialogue we're just interested in telling you my world view so keep that in mind the other thing i want to say is that whatever you share online is part of the public domain that means that it can be shared and screenshot and put everywhere so please don't make the mistake of thinking if you share something for example on your personal profile on facebook that it is private information it is not okay there is no privacy online as far as i'm concerned everything that you write can be screenshot and shared whether you want it to be or not okay so keep that in mind that it is you can't just kind of write something really crazy in a group and imagine that that's not going to have any impact on you and your business all right so keep in mind how does privacy work or not work online and how do you want to be perceived and is that something that you want to be part of your business values and ethos so with all of that being said sorry that was a little bit of a um what's the, what's the word for it i feel like i was um speaking to you rather than with you like i was speaking at you so i hope that didn't come across as too authoritarian or bossy i'm actually just trying to communicate what i think is what we would want to do best practice in our business now the other thing that you um can do and i do this a lot i share a lot of feminist content um, i'm really happy with that because i'm really passionate about women's role in the world i'm really passionate about us as female entrepreneurs and um, with that in mind, if that does isolate uh, some people, I'm okay with that. Um, I'm okay with knowing who my audience is and knowing I want them to know that I have their back and that I'm really passionate about what's going on in terms of women's rights, equality, equal pay. All of those things are really important to me. So um, you can share, but just know that's what you'll become known for. And I'm okay being known as a feminist. I was raised by one. And I think my mum's proudest moment was realising that I, I was as much a champion of what she believed in as, as you know, that, that I had embraced those views. And I guess world experience often teaches us those things. Now, when we are running a business, it can feel really difficult to be offering sales and promotions during times of conflict. It can feel like really almost feels wrong to do it. And I want to talk about why we, particularly as female entrepreneurs, why do we need to keep running our sales, promotions and offers during times of uncertainty, unrest, political conflict, global conflict, economic crisis. And I want to talk about why it is so important that you do not drop the ball. Okay. So what we need to do is we need to consider what does it mean if we stop selling, okay? So I want to address a few of these issues in terms of women and how we walk through the world as female entrepreneurs. So the first thing I want to say is that being financially successful um, in and of itself shouldn't be a goal, but being financially successful because what it allows you to do is, is a great goal to have. So my dreams of financial success are always tied up in the freedom and abundance that it creates for me, my family, and my community. So what I want you to think about is, um, and I'll give you a horrible example, but it's very true. Donald Trump is, whatever your views on him are, is an incredibly wealthy man. 
And there is no way without his wealth and his ability to exert that wealth as influence that he would ever, ever have become president. Okay. It is just a testament to how the US absolutely loves wealth and respects it above almost everything else. So if you think for a minute that wealth is just about having nice cars and nice homes, you have underestimated the ability of financial power to, to exert over different things. So here's what I want you to think about. If you run a sales or promotion during these times, the revenue that it brings into your business allows you to have more influence. Okay. So financial freedom and wealth allow us to have more influence. They allow us to have more influence over our local community. They allow us to have more influence on the broader society. So we can find ourselves sitting at tables where there are people in positions of power that we can have conversations and dialogues with. So wealth does open those doors and create connections. Do not think for a minute that it does not. So if you are running your business and you are creating wealth and giving yourself financial freedom, it is your opportunity to use that to create influence. So if things are going on that you fundamentally disagree with, you should use your financial freedom to open some doors and get yourself a seat at the table so you can be part of that conversation. Okay. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, that's just not me, please know that even without wealth, we can have influence. Okay. It's our choice as to how we participate in that. But money certainly opens more doors when it comes to that. The other thing that I want you to think about, which you can do on whatever scale appeals to you, is that money and financial freedom allow us to give back. Okay. So what does this mean? It means that we can make financial contributions to organizations that are supporting people in absolute desperate need. It means that we can make like financial contributions. We can make gifts in kind. We can be supporting those causes that we are watching on TV unfold and that are breaking our hearts. Now, please don't think that um, being philanthropic means that you have to be really, really rich. Um, I have given back um, almost since year one in my business to whatever I could contribute. Okay. And um, sometimes that's meant that I could literally make a really small donation at Christmas. Other times when I've had a launch, I've made donations um, that feel really aligned with who I am. One of my favorite organizations to donate to, and I'll put the link in my show notes, is um, a company called Kiva. And they give loans to women in developing countries to start their own small business. And the loans are really small amounts, but they empower those women. They allow them to create some stability for their community and for their family. So that's one of the ones I'm really passionate about supporting. So you can donate. I think the minimum is like $5. So if you feel like you can't make a change or you're not wealthy enough to make donations, please know that anything that you give helps these organizations. And if you do go onto the Kiva website, the amounts that some women get to start a business uh, what we would spend on going having coffee and cake with friends. Okay. So don't think that you're not in a position to do that. I would encourage you to have a look at places like Kiva if that is what is important to you. The other thing that I want to say is that in almost every society around the world, there is a massive gap, a gender gap. And whether we talk about pay or we talk about revenue or we talk about profits, or we even talk about the amount of, um, funding that female entrepreneurs receive in um, relation to their male counterparts, we are always disadvantaged as females. Okay. So what I want you to ask yourself is during uncertain times, have a look around and see what our male counterparts are doing. See what big corporations are doing. 
during a financial crisis you do not like a um like an unstable time you do not see the big retailers going oh it's too terrible what's going on we're not opening our doors today it does not happen okay they are still making sales they are still putting their offers in front of people if we as female entrepreneurs choose to step back and stop selling stop making offers during these times all we are doing is contributing and widening that gap okay so i really want you to consider that because we have the opportunity to make make real change in our families our communities and the wider wider economy as female entrepreneurs and i feel like we have a responsibility to step up and to keep saying i'm a compassionate person but i'm running my business and this is how i'm going to do it okay but what i do want to comment um, as a little closing remark is that it is completely acceptable to talk about it on your socials to have some grief to share your emotions and to be a compassionate individual i think that that's really important if it's important to you to talk about okay so don't feel like it's just i'm pretending it's business as usual and i've got my blinkers on and i'm not going to acknowledge that it is okay to talk about those things it is okay to step away and take some time if you're very personally affected to grieve and to mourn and to kind of just go, this is really hard. Okay. So all of those things are absolutely fine to do. Remember, this is your business. You get to choose how you run it. But what I would like to say is that if you want to make real change in the world, then invite your audience to help you and support you in these causes that are really um, that you're really passionate about or that you feel very personally affected by. So you could run a promotion and say, you could do, I say for every sale at the moment, I'm going to be donating a percentage or a dollar amount to this charity, to this organization, to support what's going on here or to support people in this space. And so what you're actually doing is you're showing that you care, but you're not stepping away and not selling. I really want to stress this because I feel like it is so easy to be waylaid by what is going on in a macro level and that can derail our businesses. And that is not what we want to be doing at this time. We want to be keeping on selling. We want to be keeping on putting ourselves out there, ensuring that we don't widen that gap, that gender gap, and also ensuring that our audience knows that we are kind, compassionate human beings, but we're also running a business and our goal is to have a greater impact and influence. Okay. So I hope that you have enjoyed my little pep talk today. Um, and I would say to you all, um, I'm definitely feeling all the feels at the moment. There is a lot going on. Um, I have made a very conscious decision as to how much news I am consuming at the moment because I found myself on more than one occasion sitting watching the ABC News and being in tears, okay, and it's really upsetting and I'm finding myself really affected by so much of it. If that is you, remember that in this day and age more than ever before, the news cycle is 24 hours, so there's no... I'll just watch the news at six o'clock and I'll get my intake. It is ongoing. Every time you jump on social media, every time you jump on a, a news platform, it is relentless. Okay. So please choose how much you're going to consume and also choose to decide how you're going to roll with this. So potentially you might say, I'm just going to watch a little bit of news. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and do some meditation or some quiet reflection time. Or I'm going to go for a walk in nature to try and balance all of those big feelings <laughs> that can be brought up by what it is that we are consuming. All right. So give yourself <laughs> that kindness, compassion, and love that we want to spread throughout the world. So I hope that's given you lots of food for thought today. 
remember this is your business and you get to choose how you run it. So move forward with authenticity. And if you can inject some of that kindness, love and compassion, I feel like the world would be a better place if we all did more of that. So thank you, my lovely listeners, for tuning in today. I hope that you have taken something away from this. Uh, I'm sending lots of love out to all of you at this really difficult time and know that it is okay to keep selling. It is important that we do that. So thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favourite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.